0: Hi, folks. What you're about to hear is a strange entry in the contextual deviance canon. Let's just say that. Uh, This is the first time we've ever tried to record remotely because of the new social distancing guidelines, uh, because of that thing that everyone knows about. We don't have to talk about it. You don't have to think about it. You know what? For a few minutes, you don't have to think about what's going on outside. Um, And uh, So we weren't able to record in the same place. Uh, All three of us. Um, So the audio quality is obviously not ideal uh, and also not particularly uniform. David, for one, sounds particularly luscious compared to Bon and I. Um, But the biggest uh, reason that I needed to do this intro is that about halfway through our recording, for whatever reason, the microphone on mine and Bon's end of the conversation just stopped recording. So the entire last half of the episode just got lost in the ether of digital space. Uh, Unfortunately, that means the episode cuts a little short um, and seems a little abrupt. Uh, David, of course, was able to continue recording the entire thing, so I have about 40 minutes of David talking to himself, which I hope to release at some point at a future date, mostly for comedic effect. Uh, But we were able to, as a result of that, get David's uh, final sentence uh, to close out the episode. So that is how the episode ends today, just as it always does. Um, But, of course, this isn't the ideal setup for us, and we do want to improve it um, moving forward. Please let us know if this is even listenable or if you have any suggestions for things we can do to improve the audio quality uh, so that we can keep doing this show. Uh, and try and get everyone's minds off of that thing that we're not going to worry about right now, uh, just for a little while, every couple weeks. Um, And we hope, you know, you'll stick around with us uh, as we shoot the shit about movies in ways that are dumb and that no one really needs to do, but it's fun. You know, it's fun for us. We hope it's fun for you. We hope you're safe. Hope you're healthy. Hope your loved ones are doing well um you know stay strong out there be there for each other and uh hopefully you'll keep hearing from us in the meantime enjoy the show Three, two, one. Topanga. Topanga. Great. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I don't know. Uh, bon and I have been playing a ton of Animal Crossing.
1: Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I uh, I just got a Switch from... Uh, <gasps> uh, I used Switch Lite us? for my friend. It literally happened yesterday. Uh, okay. and, and it's, like, sort of alone. Like... The, the agreement is that like since I I was looking for a Switch for real, like a real one that I could plug into a TV, and they bought the Animal Crossing version of a Switch, and mm-hmm. they were like, well, uh, I have this other Switch Lite that I don't want right now. And I was like, I will buy that from you maybe eventually if I can't find a real one. And they were like, just take it for now, and then if you don't find a real one soon, you can pay me for it whenever. Right. I'm like, okay. That's
0: rough, though, because your island stays on whatever console you use.
1: Oh, no. Well, I guess this oh, is yeah, this is my sucks. Switch now. <laughs> it's not tied to your account.
0: Mm. It's, not, it's not cloud-safe compatible mm. that's at pretty, the moment.
1: That's pretty dumb, but that's yeah, fine. It's very dumb, You know, whatever.
0: It's all these restrictions. Well, You'll, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun game, but there are some weird <laughs> there are some weird arbitrary things. Yeah, apparently yeah, yeah, we'll visiting have to have you, stuff is We'll shitty. have to island hop with you. Uh, we've been doing yeah. a lot of island hopping.
1: Hell, yeah. I haven't synced What's, it up with a... Um, a Nintendo account yet? I don't even think I have one, okay. so I need to set one of those up, and yeah. then gotcha. do that. But once I do that, yes, you will be getting my island code or an invitation or however you do that stupid <laughs> flying to other people's islands thing.
0: I don't know. I don't know if you can do it the first day or two.
1: Oh shit! I gotta have like an yeah. airport or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see what uh, native fruit you have.
1: Oh, yeah. it's peaches, baby.
0: Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good for me. Not so much Christian. Okay. I've got peaches too, but.
1: Dude, they're butts, though. It's perfect.
0: They are butts. They are such butts. I'm still disappointed I have pears.
1: God, no. (laughs) Pears are cool. (laughs) Yeah. Pears are cool.
0: Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode... We watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical context. Pairs are cool. Uh, and so we don't know how we're going to talk about these movies until we talk about them. Uh, and uh, this is certainly how it always sounds and how this show always goes. <laughs> Nothing strange has happened since the last time we recorded an episode. The world is totally normal and everything's fine. Uh, joining me as always on a adventure of experimentation and really hoping that this episode turns out are my dear friends and co-hosts, Mr. Matthew Bond. Hello, I'm here. (laughs) And David Gucci.
1: Hello, I'm also in that same room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is an experiment for us folks. We're not used to recording, uh, in, in any sort of distance... Uh, capacity. We're used to. I'm used to seeing these boys' sweet faces as we as we chitty chat. Um, so this is going to be yeah. this going to be experiment and for us, and hopefully it works out. And I'm not used to hearing your voice twice.
1: <laughs>
0: That's uh, yeah. That is a problem. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to try and do this as best we can. Uh, hope it hope it turns out, but bear with us. Um, this is the first time we're trying this, and uh, if it works cool. If it doesn't, we'll have to think of something else next time. (laughs) But uh, we figured, you know, just because the world is locked away indoors doesn't mean, you know, we can't keep shooting the shit about movies in really dumb and weird ways. That's all any of us are doing now. That's all we've got time for, it seems like. (laughs) Uh, So the movie we are discussing this time, we thought, what's a movie that everyone's going to want to talk about right now? And of course, it's uh, 2020's biggest release—the yeah. one that is just lighting the world on fire. Pixar's <laughs> *Onward*, uh, which, uh, which had the unfortunate, uh, uh, unfortunate bad luck of being released right before all the theaters closed, and uh, so it has already made its way to Disney Plus. This is our first Disney Plus uh, <laughs> film that we're hey. doing for the yeah. podcast. Um, I mean, I guess *Toy Story*. Mary Poppins returns is now on Disney Plus, but wasn't when we recorded. It was on Netflix when mm, we recorded. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, we thought you know, I don't know. We don't have to justify ourselves. We did. <laughs> we did. Onward. It's onward is the movie we're doing. Yeah, get off our fucking backs. <laughs> uh, for those who haven't seen it, Onward is a film uh, that just came out, starring uh, the voice talents of Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and others. And it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's. It is a fantasy, brother, road trip, coming-of-age, technology-versus-fantasy-magic-comedy?
1: Yeah. There's a
0: lot. There's a lot of ideas in this one.
1: Yeah, there sure are.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One might argue... Maybe too many ideas.
1: One might argue. One, one might. might argue, one might. But, it's hard yeah, one to might argue.
0: argue. <gasps> one could, <laughs> mm, if one <laughs> if someone, wanted. Was, <laughs> if someone really wanted
1: to reach for it.
0: Um, <laughs> so that's what we're that's what we're talking about. We're going to do it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts in a way that we've never done it before. So uh, I think, honestly, we should just get right into it. You guys, mm. uh, any objections from from from
1: my co-host here? No, my gut says let's no. do it.
0: Oh, good. Always listen to your gut. Gamification. Make up a game based on this movie.
1: Ooh. Okay. Uh, all not right. hard. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Nope. Okay. Next question. There you go. <laughs>
0: Boom. Yeah. Well. Okay. But hang on. This, game,
1: this movie is literally a joke that dragon. says D and D is historical fiction. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. true.
0: That's true. It's a it's a fetch quest. It's that's true. Yeah. 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 But I want to see. Inst- I want to stretch ourselves. Yeah. Let's do it. I okay. want to see if we can come up with a kind of game that. That is totally disassociated from whatever's in this movie, Mm -hmm. but still is representative of this movie. Okay. Okay. It's a fetch quest designed for PS5. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Making it next gen. That's the way to change That's the way. (laughs) That's the
1: way. (laughs) It's it's just Uh, like every other game, but it's streaming yeah cloud-based baby yes <laughs> cloud-based baby this is a that's google secret business baby wait it's boss baby not business baby business I always baby. get that one wrong. that's a better name wait, wait, <laughs> wait really business is baby is not the name before? of it yes I always call that movie business baby and I'm that's, wrong about that. It's not called beautiful. that.
0: Well, you're right. They're wrong. No, you're right. They're the mm-hmm. ones
1: who are wrong. So true. So true. Take that, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. What is I mean. he up to? So All right, well, I would say Onward yeah. onward could be a um, a trick-taking card game similar to Hearts or Spades. <laughs> and here's All right. Okay. This is one of those ideas that I have, and I don't know how it's going to go. Buckle up, everybody, Sorry. just like in the movie. So uh, I'm going to say that there are four suits in like a deck of cards. Four suits. Yeah, four Four suits. And the suits are technology, family, magic, and the friends you made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) And, and each of those like depending on the scene that you're playing or the trick that you're playing one of those things might win out over the other or you might not have a good magic card yet like in the game or like in the movie where he doesn't have all the spells yet so he can't do the really good ones but later in the game you draw more and more and you finally get that lightning card and you can play that and that's better than yeah. technology, but for a while you need technology because you need that van to like drive and, you to a place. So you n- you, you need, need them all. You know they all work together and they they all come together to make a trick taking card game like Hearts called Onward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can get like uh, Hearts fire tokens.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why not? They're like little, little uh, power moves. <laughs> That's yeah. that sounds like a nice idea. So
0: so if I can if I can just parse what I'm hearing here, nah. it sounds like. We should do another context.
1: <laughs> no, somebody no, else kidding. have an idea
0: now. <laughs> no, I, I, I. No, you guys are right. It is just D and yeah, was, <laughs> I was trying to force the issue, but no, it doesn't work. I failed. It's DD, One baby. for each dungeon. One for each dragon. One for each dungeon. One for each dragon. Can we do another context? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Feminist theory. Interesting. <gasps> yes. Okay. All right. I um, got one.
1: So, <laughs>
0: go okay ahead. right out the gate
1: yeah i i actually said this one out loud when the movie ended what about the mom though like yeah, yeah. your brother raised you what about the mom that raised you right yeah what yeah. the yeah. fuck yes. like that was really weird that felt yep. actively shitty that it was like yeah. about how his brother was his dad and that his mom didn't do anything apparently like yeah when they found out his dad was coming
0: back they didn't tell her at all yeah
1: what the heck yeah, it like really felt like she was trying her best to help them the entire movie being literally a supportive good parent and they did not yep. give her any credit like the boys were completely oblivious and the moral was oh your brother was your dad your your parent yep. was your brother not your mom yep. your mom didn't do it the anything. doctor was the brother the
0: doctor was the brother. <laughs> well, and also, uh, what, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but you know, who of the three of them would probably have the most things she could come up with to do with the lower half of her husband's body?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. And she was a really like she was a pretty well written character. I really enjoyed yeah. watching her on screen, but the movie mm-hmm. as a script did not do her justice ultimately.
0: Yeah, the moral focus of the movie didn't.
1: No. no. Yeah. It felt like it was intentionally ignoring the fact that she was also still alive and had a role in raising them. Like, it felt pretty pretty bad. I did not like yeah. that.
0: The The yeah. movie's got an interesting relationship with masculinity. Yeah. Because obviously it's about the brothers and the dad. Um, but mm-hmm. also, you know, there's the stepfather character who's like the cop, yeah. authority figure type uh, you know, there's um, the, a, a, the older brother in particular has this sort of really strange. They don't really. He doesn't like really machismo kind of. Yeah, he's got like a real yeah. machismo kind of kind of vibe, and I don't think that it's there. He specifically ever calls it out for being like too too manly or whatever, because <laughs> it's an interesting inversion of the usual trope where the little brother's usually the nerdy one, and the older brother's the one who has to whatever. Right, right. It's like oh, the older brother's the, the doofus and the yeah. younger brother, but it's also like. No, no, no. I don't know. It just feels like there's a there's a sense of like um, lost masculinity being sort hmm. of reclaimed, yeah. um, in a new era kind of thing through violence and through uh, action yeah. and things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The whole yeah, movie that's is true. very patriarchal. Like what mm-hmm. David was saying, Like, it's from every character. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, um, like the Manticore is a successful businesswoman who basically <laughs> upends her entire life so that she can uh, go on a m- murderous quest.
1: To help men. <laughs> let's be help, fair. Yeah. It's yeah. not because she's like, I gotta like it, it sort of is you know up to her. To, to do the thing yeah. that she did. And her character, if you look at it on paper, you're like Manticore sold out, you know, much like society to try to be more under control and like technology more like the whole opening of the movie is like things used to be magic and now they're boring. <laughs>
0: and it's like a boomer fantasy. It yeah. is a little that bit like thing. a boomer fantasy. And that gets dropped by the end. Yeah. Like they don't even really address yeah. it. It
1: kind of does. And so she, she is like a microcosm of that where she used to be this really cool thing that had adventures, but now is this little the business owner that's like trying to fix a karaoke machine and that's supposed to be sort of robbing her of her power. And on paper you're like, oh cool. It's not about masculinity. It's about adventure and about like going for the thing that you want because if a female character can do the same thing as a male character in that structure, then that's not so bad. But the reasons she is recruited are kind of like the moms, like they're just kind of there to like help when the boys can't figure it out. And then the boys get the screen time and the rewards.
0: Well, and there's, there's a, there's a trope in movies and I can't remember there's like a term for it. Um, but it's specifically when they, uh, when they try to appeal to a feminist, uh, idea by just having the women be good at fighting.
1: Yeah. Like that's
0: how they they're like, oh see, we can be feminist too because yep. women can carry swords. Right. <laughs> but like but like the only other women in the movie that have any real screen time are either just completely ineffectual side characters or there's those those women at the at the restaurant with the karaoke machine who are just like actively just shitty. Yeah. <laughs> just really shitty right. people. Yeah. Um and you know it's but the only two female characters that we get that really have like a lot of sympathy or that we really root for are pretty much only given a chance to be heroic by fighting, by taking up the sword, by kicking ass. And it's like, mm. ah, see, women are good at fighting, so therefore we can't be sexist.
1: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh,
0: or the uh, the Joss Whedon method. Um,
1: oh, what is that? i don't know that
0: i just mean he did he did he did a lot of that in his day mm, mm, where mm. his his version of i mean he not all the time but pretty much a if you look it. at all of his. Yeah, yeah if you look at pretty much everything he ever yeah. made his way of making uh women seem equal is to have them fight well
1: sure um, which is a way but if it's the only way of, that you're using it not great
0: yeah it's just kind of lazy yeah you know and it it Um, but the mom you know like we said the mom was a well-written character I liked her she's a legit badass yeah yeah but again she doesn't get she doesn't get the big moment at the end to you know yeah like we said yeah She raised them. She raised these (laughs) two kids.
1: Like they they even showed pictures of her in that montage, but then zoomed in on the two boys and cropped her out of the zoom intentionally. Arguably all of
0: the good traits uh, that the younger brother has are from his mom and they actually show that.
1: It's so, it just feels like the movie didn't know what it was saying <laughs> about the mom. Yeah. It was like, look, look at right. this great person that is helping and is really conscious and ready to help them do this weird magic thing and not super mad at them and almost trying to support them in their weird quest to get their dad back. But Also,
0: she's meaningless,
1: but she's totally <laughs> meaningless and definitely in the background. Well, oh.
0: here's, here's a here's a trend that I'm actually just thinking of now with Pixar movies. Oh, this is they a all
1: seem- great segment. Trends with Christian.
0: Yes. Is- I'm so fucking good at spotting trends, you guys. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Best, um, trends.
1: baby.
0: <laughs> Best trends. <laughs> Best trends. Best <laughs> Um They all uh, well, not not all, but there is a there's a pattern of Pixar movies or like a run of Pixar movies that are all about specific. Uh, interpersonal relationships like one-to-one mm. interpersonal relationships you got toy stories all about friends like yeah. uh, or meeting a new person you got brave which is all about mothers and daughters you've got uh, uh the good dinosaur has a lot of father-son stuff mm. um uh you've got sort of and then there are like the broader ones like wall is more like you know technology and the environment, so that's not quite the same. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking of like Inside Out, which is sort of like it's that version, but for yourself, like your internal. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of Pixar movies uh, want to deal with those sort of one-on-one relationships, and this one was sort of like, okay, brothers. Brothers are what this one is about.
1: Right. Yes. Um, absolutely. That was the core. Was this one's going to be about brothers?
0: Which isn't isn't a bad idea. It's just yeah. like they also. By necessity, had to de-emphasize uh, the mother character, but they didn't really justify cutting her out of, yeah. of the climax of the movie the way that they did. Right, or like, like the emotional oh. climax, like the physical yeah. climax, like she's, she's there, very yeah. yeah, involved. Mm-hmm. But
1: God, it, right. it, yeah, it's weird. It's weird because they could have, they could have found a way to feature the mother and. And either have her role be a person that's not their mom, and like she's in the she's in the story, but not the one of the that story. does the but not of the story. <laughs> not the one that does all the action. She could have just been in the beginning or something. And then it wouldn't have felt as much of a huge slap in the face if she wasn't featured at the end as a part of the moral which was very very heavily handed heavy handedly put into us was like look look at our moral your brother is your dad <laughs> like, it's pretty much which this. is
0: such an odd choice <laughs> yeah. I were even watching it I was like huh okay yeah it's not the like, angle I was expecting them no to right <laughs> So, like kids if you don't have a brother or a dad you're screwed
1: that's yeah, the basically. thing though it's a too- oh you have a great mom doesn't matter you need that
0: dick <laughs> You need that dick in a pair of pants, and you need that dick as a brother. Yes, yeah,
1: exactly. You need <laughs>
0: well, and like she, she's even like fully wrestling with the older brother in some of the earlier scenes of the movie. Yeah, like breaking shit, wrestling with him. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and yet the little brother yeah. is seen as being sort of weak and ineffectual because he doesn't want to wrestle with the
1: yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah, he does. So doesn't it's another,
0: it. it's another example of that sort of like masculinity, femininity. Yeah, you know, it's equality by fighting.
1: It it really didn't seem like it wanted to have, even though it was a movie about brothers loving each other, ultimately, which is great. And as we have discussed in a different context, uh, The Fellowship of the Ring features that surprisingly well.
0: Yeah, another great movie with feminism. (laughs)
1: That was the only part of it that was like, actually, toxic masculinity is not super present in this movie. Wow. Uh, And this movie could have used more of that. It could have used more actual tenderness between the characters instead of the one scene where the brother, uh, the older one, Barley, lets down his guard just for a second and is like, "Hey, when Dad was in the hospital, I was really scared, and I then I said I would never be scared ever again, and now Which, we're not going to talk about our works. emotions ever yeah. again." It's like, "Hmm, this was about the worst possible emotional reveal like, that could have happened." The, no, Chris
0: Pratt's character has every bad trait of Peter Quill. Yeah, <laughs> like when say goodbye to his dying parent. Yeah, yep. same he thing. Basically, took the, like ruin their chance to get the gauntlet from Thanos several times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, dude, you're totally right. He's just the the, the worst timeline Star Lord.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Yeah, so I don't All I right. don't think this movie does very well with feminism. It has some characters that are no. fun that are women, but that does not mean yeah, it yeah. is a feminist movie in yeah, almost. The manicor
0: ending. is a great character. Yeah, yeah. Manicor is uh, a great yeah. character. Yeah. I think that's a good summation. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. do another one.
1: Cool.
0: For spoopy time. What would it take to make this a horror
1: movie? <gasps> oh. Uh, that'd be very
0: interesting to see. What is what is a horror movie version of Onward like? What what do you need to add uh, or subtract to get there? I mean... Uh, take the roundness of everything away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot more harsh lines. Yeah, yeah. harsh lines. I mean, really the 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 cartooniness of the characters is what keeps it from being because the, the from the being horror because <laughs> <laughs> the environments are very photorealistic yeah um, they uh, would have oh, had to introduce oh. the curse probably a lot earlier
1: yeah the curse would have um, been like the ongoing enemy rather than the police.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's this there's this sense of like once they introduce that there's a curse, it's like oh there's a sense of dread now.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're
0: like and yeah. there's a there's a dramatic irony where these two characters don't know about this but these other two do, and so it's a race against time. Mm-hmm, yeah. If they had introduced that earlier in the quest, yeah it would have maybe had some more tension. Um so that would have been one right. way to add to yeah. that.
1: It felt like this movie was actively trying not to be scary the moments that could have yeah. been scary oh, like the, the biker gang like that could have been a legitimately <laughs> terrifying experience yep. of going to a gas station and being worried that you're going to get killed. By yeah. by bikers or by it's monsters. Like fantasy
0: green room at that point. Yeah,
1: yeah. but instead see, of that, like, it was a little. It was a bunch of little friends chugging Pixie Sticks, which was funny. <laughs> like I enjoyed that, but it was I also see, like, a
0: Don Bluth version of this. <laughs> oh man, yeah. it would be yeah. creepy creepiest. Well. Yeah. Know.
1: Oh wow. So Don that and um, the curse monster, the big dragon, like. Intentionally yeah. turning around and having that dumb dragon face on it was like, "Don't worry, kids. This is not scary. Do not that be maybe afraid." the
0: best joke in the movie. It was, it was, so it was really
1: funny. That. It was really funny. But that stuff can't happen if it's a horror. Right, movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I'm gonna say cancel cancel that one. If this is a horror, I feel movie. like I'm in an executive meeting. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it was so good, but you can't do it. Oh, oh, the half dad. Is a realistic Oh god! Oh it's shit!
1: Like, yeah, with organs and there's mouth, parts. Like, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. parts and guts. Oh man, that no, that's good. I like that. He's yeah, like constantly spewing blood out of like his arteries and his legs. <laughs> out of his wherever. Yeah, out of his <laughs> the warrior pants warrior? are just
0: drenched in blood by the end.
1: <laughs> oh man, that no, that that would be cool. Um, the um, the little little it's not little the. Manticore, but the manticore. fake one, the the furry Manticore that is in the restaurant.
0: <laughs> the mascot, yeah.
1: The mascot. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> God, the mascot in the restaurant was so photorealistically designed. In, like, it actually kind of frightened me. Like they made they managed to hey, well, make yeah. a mascot in an animated movie look like a it was like footage from a real movie in the animated movie and it was yeah. very unsettling and I think that, that could actually work. Like if you made things look a little too good and not round, you could leave the yeah. main characters round as long as the threats were like a different style. I think that could actually be kind of upsetting in a cool way. Yeah. I think you could that, do that
0: mask that mask had a very uh five nights at Freddy is kinda Yeah,
1: uh, dude. It really did. That mascot could have been much more terrifying. So they could they could turn yeah. that up quite a bit. Like they could here's have just gone into the sorry. restaurant. Yeah, turn up that mascot. Go uh, into the restaurant an and oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry, you go ahead. I keep interrupting you. <laughs> okay,
1: so you go into the restaurant and instead of it being a joke about how like oh they're all singing happy birthday, it's a nice place now and not scary, it is still scary. Uh, it's dark. No one's in there. Creek, creek. And then the mascot is the only one that's there. And the restaurant has been shut down for a while and the mascot is in the corner staring at the wall, just like humming to itself. And they have to like come in and wake it up and it like chases them around or something. And then eventually they find the manticore upstairs crying because her restaurant got shut down or whatever. Like that could be a much scarier scene and it doesn't have to be the joyful experience of recruiting a manticore. It could be a very scary one.
0: Yeah. Well that actually brings me to my idea which is <clears throat> so the Manticore's whole deal is that <laughs> she used to be this grand adventurer she used to do all these crazy fucking things yeah. uh and now she's uh she owns a theme restaurant <laughs> which is it's delightful awesome yeah however what if the theme of the restaurant was more focused on her ancient deeds And what if her ancient (laughs) deeds were more fucked up? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, Eldritch Horror. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, she used to go after, like, fucking uh, Cthulhu-type gods and stuff. Uh And then now she's settled down. But now that she's back in the game, those elements are starting to come back into her life and are starting to, like, maybe seep back into the world uh, as magic becomes more prevalent again. Like maybe the maybe maybe the technology was the only thing keeping these dark magics at bay, and mm. now that now that we've got wizards and shit again, uh, who knows? You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, that's and a so, that's kind of scary, and that would yeah, allow a lot of cool design to come into the movie that would it could be wasn't like the anti
0: Pleasantville where it gets, uh, <laughs> where it gets grosser as it goes oh, along. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Good.
0: Well, because yeah, we've kind of hinted at this movie kind of has that sort of like boomer nostalgia trip and like the it seems like the conclusion is oh no that was worse (laughs) as idealistic as that sounds now that was worse that was scary that destroyed an entire school yeah yes (laughs) oh you rebuilt the school with magic off screen (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah seriously oh pixies are servers at your restaurant now great (laughs) cool (laughs) uh yeah they're there are a lot of questions I have about <laughs> the state of evolution in this universe, but we don't mm-hmm. have to get into that. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So the the pants would be would be scarier. Yeah. Uh, that I love. I love the pants being scary because it it makes sure that the movie is never not unsettling because those pants are yeah. always there and you always have to be <laughs> dealing with the fact that it's your dad's legs. Like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty weird as what? it is.
0: What if there was, like, a dark aspect to their dad that they didn't, like, remember because they were too yeah. little to know about it? And the dad, like, making this spell so he can come back for a day is actually for a more sinister purpose that we find out yeah. maybe at the end.
1: I actually kind of thought yeah. that that was a possibility. I was like, what I, if he I sucks?
0: Kinda, yeah. <laughs> what, if he, what if he's a piece of shit? Yeah, right, And I would have made, like, that whole moral of him realizing his brother is who he needed— better i think yeah
1: yeah that's kind of why i thought it was coming because i was like oh no they're gonna learn that the thing they wanted isn't actually good which is a classic movie about a quest is like it wasn't about the thing we got it was about the what's a classic
0: pixar thing that's also
1: true yeah the macguffin is not what you think it is Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i mean that that would have worked
0: yeah i just uh you know um
1: scary 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 what could be scary 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 the road trip in general could be amped up in terms of scary like the path of peril actually sounded and looked pretty nice like it was a big open field with lots of natural light and some pretty ravens they really Mm -hmm. just hiked in a national park oh yeah the path (laughs) of peril give me a break It, (laughs) 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 Uh, it was uh that could have been much more sinister i mean the wizard of oz is scarier than this movie that's true that's legitimately true and that is so true and 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 if intentionally we as we have discussed they did they really wanted this movie to not be scary as Mm -hmm. is very clear by some of the comedic scenes that could have been very frightening but I
0: think the scene I, yeah. of them pretending to be the cop and then it like gradually uncovering oh their bodies could have gotten into some real body horror. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, oh yeah, God. that would have been great.
1: Oh, I liked, um, I liked that scene. But yeah, yeah it, it could have been gory. It could have been like actually witnessing transformation, not just popping in and out. Yeah, it could have been cool. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it could have been so <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah.
0: You know? But I mean, like, okay, yeah. so all horror movies kind of – not all horror movies, but most horror movies end on some kind of cliffhanger or the world oh, right. went went bad. Like, that's what's horror, horrific about it is that it's like things didn't really work out uh, all the time. So maybe – the end of this movie, they unleash the curse dragon, whatever, and they're able to stop that curse, but what they don't realize is that that curse dragon was blocking an even bigger curse, or was, like, <laughs> like the gateway, like, opening oh, that yeah. curse unlocks, like, a whole bunch of other people who were, like, or creatures or whatever that were being mm. kept at bay, mm-hmm. and now they've basically just unleashed this horrific... Uh, sort of dark underbelly back onto their onto their world that everyone had forgotten about for whatever reason, much like the same reason that the pixies forgot they could fly. somehow. Ah, yep. Uh, despite the fact that they have wings, um, <laughs> uh, or the fact that the the manticore can apparently just right, live right. forever, just do it. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: I like that. I also am into the idea of the ending of the movie changing in one particular way, and that it's like somehow they half bring their dad back and he's stuck like that. Oh, no, (laughs) man. (laughs) Because like the spell isn't just an illusion or it isn't just like some sort of divination thing, but it's literally that they're bringing their dad's molecules back into this reality and he comes back as like this horrifying half thing and that's just him. (laughs) And they have to like take care of their weird meat sack of a dad for like the rest (laughs) of their lives. That would be pretty nasty and I'm he has here on top of his butt. <laughs> yeah. And it's a
0: real like the fly territory.
1: Right. And like full metal Help alchemist me. too. Like trying to bring back your mom and it failing and her coming back as a horrible horrible thing is super mm. terrifying because it's yeah. very visceral in the way that you want it to work and then when it doesn't it's just it's hard to look at and it's hard to feel the emotions of the characters like it would be very effective. It would be a very scary bad thing to happen at the end of this movie.
0: I mean, what they're essentially doing is necromancy. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Which is in like every every fantasy story is the worst thing it's you bad. can do. Bad. Yeah, but in this one. one, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like even Aladdin. It's like I don't bring people back from the dead. It's not something you want to see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. All right. Let's move on to another context. What product placement is hiding in this movie? This context brought to you by Samsung. <laughs>
1: uh, mountain Doom. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite one
0: I didn't even catch that yeah, that's that's I didn't either <laughs> also
1: also also um, the restaurant of the Minotaur did you notice what the banners said in the restaurant of the Minotaur we're just talking about like fake product placement. Uh, excuse me what did I say Minotaur. Minotaur.
0: It actually happened in the movie.
1: Wait, you didn't see the deleted scene with the Minotaur that also had a restaurant that was a joke? (laughs) They really, like, reused that whole thing, but just had a Minotaur in there instead. I mean, Disney
0: Plus buried it, but the director's cut is on there.
1: It's there, and they all have buttholes.
0: Release the the Minotaur cut.
1: (laughs) Release the Minotaur butthole cut. So, the <laughs> uh, so what, what did the banners say? <clears throat> the yeah, banners <laughs> in the Manticore's restaurant said "Hot Meats, Cool Adventures," which uh, <laughs> made me incredibly happy. Uh, that's beautiful. So, so it, those are my two Mountain Doom and the Hot Meats, Cool Adventures are my two fake products that were placed in this movie that were very fun. Yeah, it's oh, beautiful.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you got Pixie Sticks. Oh yeah, shit! Got, that one's perfect. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Um, yeah, that I mean, one. D
0: D's like. Yeah, this is oh this God. is. I bet you d- the people who uh, are behind D and D thought this movie was going to be like it's going to spark so much interest in kids and playing D and D, and then all this shit happened and yeah. no one really cared. About
1: I mean, the thing is, anymore. people still they want to play D and D. Like a lot of people yeah, are doing right. it for separate reasons other than onward. <laughs> like, onward yeah, right. isn't the reason that D and D is having a moment. It's no, it's no. almost like that moment's
0: been happening for like 2 old. or 3 years
1: now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Stranger
0: Things arguably maybe did more. Yeah.
1: I completely I agree. Yes. Yeah. Because Onward is participating in D&D in the exact same way that Stranger Things season 1 was. And that is to say it's played by nerds that are on a gap year that like mm, <laughs> the, and that's the stereotype of who plays yep. D&D, which is just so it's true. not true anymore. It's operating a, in this framework that only the nerd will be able to solve the quest because they are too deep in the weird cards that they have, and that's not. I don't. I don't know. It it felt antiquated to me in a way. That is a really good point. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what we're talking about. We're not. D and D was a product in this movie. Well, I mean, for the, sure. yeah. it
0: is, it, It's a good way to determine whether it was or wasn't a yeah, product yeah. placement. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I guess and, that's uh, true. Magic the Gathering. Now that you say that. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I was wondering about uh, belt sanders. Because they kept getting splinters. (laughs) But they said every bit of it, every fiber has magic in it. So you couldn't use a belt saw. I think we all know. I think we all know that there aren't magic wands in real life. Do we know that, Christian? That's true.
1: Do we? I I
0: believe in magic in a young girl's heart.
1: (laughs) Oh. I see, you know what's funny is I always thought that song was I believe in magic and a young girl's heart. <laughs> like, I believe in two things magic <laughs> and a young girl's heart.
0: <laughs> Nothing else. And
1: I was like, That's all is I,
0: need. That? I don't get it. Excuse me. Do you believe in magic or a young girl's heart? <laughs>
1: do you have perhaps? a minute to talk hey, about baby, a young girl's let's...
0: heart? <laughs> Let me talk to you about a young girl's heart and the magic therein. <laughs> what our church Jesus. posits is both. <laughs> Why, yes. Um
1: I think uh, patches, patch jackets, patch denim, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because that brother had a nice looking patch vest going on. That was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Custom van painters. I was just thinking that one too.
1: Yes, custom van painters. That looked legitimately Mm -hmm. good. (laughs) I don't care that it's supposed (laughs) to be a joke that it's dumb. That van was awesome.
0: Yeah. I I recorded this podcast after that.
1: Hell yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. That can 100. be our answer in these times. We'll all just live in that van and we'll record the podcast. Dat Van. Dat Van.
0: Dat Vando, my favorite comedian, Dat Van. Um <laughs> I uh uh god, I'm trying to think of other products. There were so many things. I guess national parks. Now we're talking about uh mm-hmm. path apparel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know what? This it's could a beautiful be good for, area. The... good. for the parks, a lot of hiking. Yeah, go for go for a hike. Good go for, for the, the
1: parks. parks. Oh, which is She's great right, right now. Adventure. Like, I could I can lean into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ignore police. Google Maps. Oh shit!
1: The police. <laughs> Sorry, Just the police. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god.
0: <laughs> the cops were they? are the good guys in this movie. Yeah, they were are. Are Well, I thought they were. You know, well, I thought they were like misinformed. We're uh, making this worse. <laughs> yeah, that's people. fair. You know what? You're right.
1: I get. Yeah, they're not the good mm. guys. They're definitely not the bad guys. No, no
0: they're a hurdle to jump over but you're right they're
1: kind of like the cops in E.T. where they're trying to do their <laughs> job but they can't really and they're making w- the main characters lives worse but they're yeah. not evil they're just like mm. doing what they think is right no no man
0: even fantasy worlds A Cap. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: all centaurs are bastards <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is canon <laughs>
1: it's definitely canon um <laughs>
0: By the way, it literally just occurred to me, w- I was going to say earlier, when you said Minotaur, I was like, oh, the cop's a Minotaur. No, he's a centaur. No, yeah. he's a centaur. And now I'm thinking about the differences between Minotaurs and centaurs. Mm. Yeah, and it's fascinating. <gasps> yeah, Minotaur's like a, the hind legs of a bison. Yeah, it's like the inverse, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty much the that. only part of a Minotaur that's not that's not an animal is just the arms and torso. The arms
1: yeah. and that yeah. it stands, right? Like, yeah. it's posture. Yeah. Is that really? That's. It's
0: got the body of a cow, but the posture
1: of a human man.
0: It's got the torso of a yolked uh, Chris (laughs) Evans. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's got a Chris Evans. That's a minotaur, specifically that guy. They didn't exist until Chris was born, and then they were like, "Hey, I got a new idea for a mythological monster."
0: (laughs) I got a new idea for a mythological monster.
1: (laughs) That was my Greek accent. Was that good?
0: Um, Well, maybe don't (laughs) tell anyone from Greece, but...
1: Yeah, cool. All right. Sounds Um, good. Welcome to my (laughs) Greek restaurant. I love that it got better. (laughs) It did get better, is the thing. It got a lot better. I I went into my audio settings, and I found an option that is just the good, and I turned up the good. So I think that worked.
0: I do wonder if maybe they were hoping this movie would spark such a craze that they could open a, a string oh. of rustic theme restaurants Ooh. that were like at the parks oh my yeah, God, at the parks, yeah. or even just independently of the parks. Like this is how this is how Disney yeah. gets into the restaurant. Totally. They are buying up a lot of land right now without people paying attention. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, it's so. nasty. Uh, I think like uh, Medieval Times could be a product placement yeah, yeah. here for sure that's basically what they were running except without the jousting but everything was themed there were mascots there were pictures of adventure stuff on the walls like that's a restaurant you could have at your theme park Disney like that's that's a product placement that's not so subtle yeah I don't think they yeah. will because I don't think Onward is going to be like the world's most successful movie <laughs> but uh, no who's I don't think say? it's
0: going to be Pixar's most successful movie this year
1: no, no. you're probably right
0: and honestly, i I feel like it it could have done well if it had more than a week at the box office. Yeah, everything closed. yeah, oh yeah. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to like shit on it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a good fun movie. It's yeah. just they had really bad luck with with the room. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's unfortunate <laughs> timing. I, um, vans, vans, like just yeah. the van, like not just the painting yeah. of the van, but vans in general.
0: Even uh, if it's run down, if it's yours, it's yours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah. ran for a long time. Yeah. Even as janky as it was, you know, they made it up a mountain. <laughs>
1: it's <was> pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty impressive.
0: <laughs> that's intense.
1: Yeah, um, no joke.
0: Uh, bridges and infrastructure.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's mm. nice. Um, wh- Who's the enemy of rope? bungee cord. Boy, is this a riddle? <laughs> um, what, man, is, is one shadow of a, of a rope, but two shadows of a bungee cord? I hate rope.
0: Okay, and we already established the brother is the doctor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the doctor is the brother. Yeah. <laughs> the shadow <laughs> of the rope. I don't
1: know, but I was thinking of, like, uh, it could be a very anti-rope Agenda, because of the like the loosening of the rope as he walks across. It's like, oh yeah, why use rope when you could use uh, a trucker's hitch cinch thing, like, <laughs> one of those yellow things that has all those clamps on it. Whatever those are, that's or subtle it, product placement in this movie.
0: It could be the revenge of the hemp industry because hemp rope would do that. <laughs> yeah, <gasps> hemp rope would hold up to all sorts of. <laughs> crossing
1: oh man it would be amazing if like because I was not paying attention to what was at the bottom of the chasm when that scene was happening what if at the bottom there's like subtly written it's like hemp wouldn't slip
0: <laughs> I mean I think, I'm pretty sure hemp. I'm pretty sure there was no bottom. lot of was the whole slip. thing with that chasm these <laughs> colors
1: don't run
0: <laughs> <laughs> these hemp colors these hemp fabrics don't um, slip old fountains
1: Ooh, old fountains yeah, defending yeah. them defending defending the old fountains, fountains. <laughs> chaining yourself to think bulk kind just like
0: any sort of any sort of luddite kind of yeah antiquated technology yeah. idea um, nature in general yeah
1: yeah i think the parks really make out like a bandit in this one
0: yeah I, good. Th- I love seeing parks make out Mm. Oh hell yeah mm. Mm. Oh hell yeah <laughs> man That's my, that's my, that's my aesthetic <laughs> uh,
1: I just I don't think the joke is done But I'm gonna do one of those things where I say half of it And then one of you can make a punchline if you want
0: uh, I just okay. love
1: I just love watching Parks make out And Rosa Parks What's the joke uh, hmm. That one I want to tell. Right, I know that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, there it is. If any of you have ideas out there, there <laughs> get at us on social media and let us know. No, this is not making the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's what you think a good joke might be.
0: be. See, if it was me or you, it wouldn't be making the episode. But
1: because it's Dave. <laughs>
0: Where's that bus? Oh I had push.
1: Oh jeez. I love banana candy. Come come get me.
0: Let's bring them all out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this right. is always Wendy's. All so right, a, can we think of any yeah. other products, or should we move on to the next context?
1: Let's let's, let's bump Yeah, I think
0: it. we got to the point where we started stretching. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. this whole context is a stretch. <laughs> it sure it's is the whole. Well, no, this one had real ones, like the like the Mountain Doom. Mountain like, that's, Doom, That's yeah, yeah. True. That's supposed that's to evoke a specific brand. Yeah, freeways. Yeah, Duh.
1: yeah, and how they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> A dragon dictates over an industrial butter. Thank you for listening to Contextual
0: Deviants. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviants.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Bad Man for the use of their song, Gun Tonic, off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviants. My name
1: is Christian Hagen. And have a nice day. Have a nice day!